In a world where magic is everywhere, monsters are real, and inhibitions are non-existent, Atlantis is the most coveted destination, and pirates make all the rules. That's right. The Dangerous Tides Kickstarter is live. We're bringing you six brand new books from authors like Katie Robert and C.M. Nascosta. These ultra-spicy fantasy books feature sirens, kidnappings, aliens, disguises, monsters, sex magic, second chances, and so much more that can't be mentioned in polite company. They combine otherworldly adventure with sweeping romance in a way that will keep your heart racing from start to finish. By backing the Kickstarter, you can read these books this month. Of course, we've also got foiled special editions with sprayed edges in hardback and paperback, gorgeous art, and swag, which you'll have in your hands this fall. The Kickstarter will be over in the blink of an eye, so don't miss it. This is the only place you can get these special editions and swag, not to mention getting the ebooks five months earlier than they're available to anyone else. This is your invitation to unlock the secrets of Atlantis. So click the link in the show notes and enter at your own risk. Welcome to Bonkers Romance, the podcast where Katie Robert, Jenny Nordback, and Melody Carlisle bow down to fearless romance creators. Listen to me. Who do you think I am right now? My voice almost sounds like the one and only Jenny Nordback, but some people have to get sick to achieve what she does naturally. We're really excited for the next few weeks because we're going to be focusing on us, starting with Lord of a Thousand Nights by Madeline Hunter. Here we go. Oh, hello. Oh, fancy seeing you here. Oh my goodness. So we got to tell them what's going on because it's going to be, it's going to be us. For the next us. few weeks. You're stuck with us. I mean, we might be dropping some 365 in there somewhere. Because oh. we have to <laughs> As do if it. wild horses could stop me. Contractually obligated. Yeah. But we found ourselves doing the thing where we were like comparing notes on early bonkers books that we had read. And then we were like, we're hoarding the good stuff here. We really need to share this with, with the people. So we're going to each do probably more than one like oh, yeah. of the early bonkers books that like imprinted on us mm-hmm. and they're all bonkers in really different ways and i think mm-hmm. that's interesting so many of mine aren't even like proper romances they're like urban fantasy that i'm like that's it listen it counts it counts okay sure yeah <laughs> well don't and make mine... me do the fever series i don't <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i don't know hmm. that mine are even gonna necessarily be like all that old you know, like yeah. it might no. be more recent, but just like did something to yeah. my molecules. Yeah. Like, it changed I things. sure as shit going to be talking about Kate Daniels and it is not particularly old, but also that series is like 
my fucking heart and mm. like so i'm gonna pick one early book and talk about it because it mm. makes me really happy for a number mm-hmm. of reasons nice so and yeah. also again imprints on my soul slash work <laughs> <laughs> you can see the so, dna in your work i like yes. it jenny's going first what do you have today jenny okay I am going first, and I am bringing you Lord of a Thousand Nights by Madeline Hunter. Okay. And that tells you everything you need to know. It is a a medieval historical romance. Wait, sorry. Is it knights with a K or knights with like knights uh, day and night? Day and night. Okay. Okay. That's his nickname. He is known as the Lord of a Thousand Nights. He might be a bit of a ladies' man. Okay, hold on. I think we're maybe two minutes in and Katie has needed to clarify whether we're run- we're running a thousand night train on someone. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, with the old romance, you have to Look, ask because you just never know. You never I know. respect it. That's I just had to know it. <laughs> in chapter two. And I'm not joking. <laughs> oh my God, yes. <laughs> okay. So pertinent things that I need you to know. This book came out in early 2002. Okay. So it's got the stinky of 90s all over it. Yeah. Yes, it does. And I'm into it. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Not mm -hmm, as mm -hmm. bad as I thought it was going to. It's actually aged surprisingly well in terms of like consent. And it makes you think that that's happening. And then Mm. when you flip POVs, it does interesting things. So we'll get Mm. there. But what's relevant about that is that I purchased it out of a Barnes and Noble catalog using my dad's credit card Uh. because I could not figure out how to get my hands on more romance. Mm -hmm. I had stolen like whatever I could find off of my mom's shelf at this point, Mm -hmm. which included some pretty questionable books. But there was wasn't like a huge collection and I had rifled through every last one of the Outlander books and was super pissed because those things are doorstops and have like <laughs> zero sex in them that I yeah. was interested in yeah mm-hmm. like so I was getting desperate and I couldn't get my parents to take me to the library because we had a library at our school that we went to like once a week and we could check out books from there oh. so I, I couldn't be like I want books that are not in my library <laughs> right <laughs> And we would go to Barnes and Noble sometimes, but they would see what I had. Like they were part of the checkout process. Yeah. So I couldn't, I had tried to like kind of, and I was, I think, managing to slide in this sort of like Boleyn girl type books as like, oh, look, it's historical. And like, I'm interested in this. But the second it was like a full blown romance, I was caught out. Right. So you mean they would they weren't down been... with Lord of a Thousand Nights? They were they might have questions Lord about that title. Thousand <laughs> Nights. Yeah. One the other one that I managed to get as part of this purchase is no longer in print or ebook or anything. So I actually that was my first choice of what men I wanted to do because it is bonkers as fuck. But I need to see <laughs> if I can get my hands on the file so that everybody can read it before I recap it. But yeah. Yeah, so I this was like pre Barnes and Noble being on the internet, and I was 14 years old when I read this. So just <sighs> tuck that in your brains as we start to recap, because 14 year old Jenny was fully on board with this. <laughs> and what's interesting about that to me is that, like, you know, I think a lot of people will be like, well, that explains a lot. Like, you were reading this at this age, and that's why you were such a slut and you ended up being a sex worker and no. whatever. But, like, no. that all came way later. Like, yeah. I was not bad as, like, a teenager. And, you know, like, for having been reading this stuff at, like, 12, 13, 14, 
Mm-hmm. I didn't have sex until I was almost 18. Mm-hmm. And when I did, I was in like a serious monogamous relationship. And I was in that relationship with him for years. And yeah. then it was like way down the road that everything else came out. The shackles came off. But even that, I feel like came out in a pretty healthy, constructive way. It's fine. I think that there's like weird misconceptions about like, oh, you started reading romance at 12. <laughs> like I was inhaling iris johansson around who's of that same like class of romance authors that was like mid to late 90s so like the same kind of content and like at 14 it was just like oh like i it was just i wanted to be loved so badly that i was like oh he loves her so much i mean there's some weird shit here but it's fine like oh my god like that's what i want i want to be loved so desperately that Mm -hmm. you're gonna like you know fight the queen of england for me yeah that's like attack a polar bear that's yeah and also you you know do heather on my on my lady bits like that's something that i i don't know how i feel about at 14 like i I think i might be into it but like it's it was just the 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 passion and like the overwhelming like you know push and pull and angst and then like fucking and like yeah and love conquers all and it just was so especially at that time in my life personally like was not great and so like having that escape and like that refuge and that like hope for the future even though it's Mm -hmm. like you don't want that specific thing but the love is what you want yeah well and the surety was important to me exactly and i think people focus on the sex as opposed Mm -hmm. which but they do it now with like adults too but in the sex was great and i really liked it but also was only one part of the pie of like why you know why romance yeah absolutely romance is a holistic experience well that was it like even at that age i think around 13 14 was when i first saw like porn at a friend's house on her dad's computer and like but like internet porn was really in its infancy and it was not as easy to access and it was like behind a paywall oh yeah vhs tape we had a vhs tape that we stole from my friend's older like 18 year old sister or whatever and it was some weird shit like i'm not gonna lie it was some like alien weird shit and yes which is that probably like explains more than like uh, you know there's stuff that that's still in my head today and i'm okay with it I had to climb up the outside balcony of my house to the second story and then cat burgle my (laughs) my older brother's room to get to his porns. And um, nobody ever knew. It was hard to find back then. It is not hard to get your hands on it now. Like, I don't care what the fuck your parental controls are. Their friend's parental controls are not as good. Mm -hmm. And also, all it takes is, like, some weird little wiggle around the thing. Like, the parental, like, I'm watching anime, mom. It's fine. Like, you know what I mean? And so, like... But the porn was not that, it was kind of titillating and like, oh my God, boobs or like, that's what a blowjob looks like. But it did not do for me what the romance novel did for me. Like I wasn't going and hunting down the porn. I was on a mission to get my hands on more romance. Mm -hmm. And I think that speaks to your point. It was not the sex that it was. I was very interested in the sex. It included the sex. Yeah. (laughs) But it was the whole picture that there was like this passionate romance that went along with the sex and Mm -hmm. 
especially like again it feels like it gets left out of the conversation a lot but like at that time when a lot of people find romance especially like feminine presenting people is like 12 13 14 when we're going through like some puberty shit nobody likes their body you're miserable you just want to like either be like everybody else or be nothing like everybody else but you don't Mm -hmm. know where you fit you are like just you feel like you know like not a person basically like mm-hmm. and just so to have that like oh this is what maybe i'll get in the future like maybe yeah. this is like you know somebody who's gonna love me and even though i don't really love myself right now mm-hmm. and like i think that that's god i'm just knocking my chair over um <laughs> i think that's why like finding it at that age can be so influential for people like in a really positive way because it's offering yeah titillation a little bit or sometimes a lot of it but it's also giving you like so much of that soft landing that like we crave that i crave as an adult so absolutely well and i mean there's a lot to be said for exploring things in your mind and not having to explore those things in the real world yeah that's hugely helpful i like my kids i they i mean they're readers not like huge readers not like i was but like they do other stuff Mm -hmm. but being able to as a parent to monitor like they're reading not like curtail but monitor is so helpful to know what they're interested in what they're Mm -hmm. trying out what what they're ready to consume and what they aren't ready to consume Mm -hmm. and like and like you said it's go try that fictionally with no consequences no consequences for your action you can try that out and test that out and see how you feel about it and we can talk about it or not whatever but like why would you take that away from somebody Mm -hmm. like to just do some exploring in a really safe like boundary ridden way and they're gonna climb up the balcony and cat burgle if they must i'm gonna i will risk life and find a way that's right that's and so, right. like, you can either give them access to it in a, like, consensual, safe, constructive mm-hmm. space of fiction that, like, you know is good, mm-hmm. or you can leave them to find whatever fucking weird shit they're going to find on the internet. And they're going to tell the weirdest shit. The These, weirdest shit. And, like, the balcony, uh, it wasn't a nice thing. We called the house the shack. Like there were so many <laughs> rotten boards that I had to like, like, you know, step carefully on the way to the door. But did I climb that shit as many times as I possibly could? Yes. Are yes, we talking I like did. video porn or like no, print porn? Magazine porn. Oh. oh. I think that we makes it creepier because it now is. that I think about it, he was touching it too with his hands. <laughs> and where were his Don't hands? Think about it. One I don't time like we it. were camping and we found this like I don't know abandoned trailer or some shit like I yeah. it was like the nineties uh early stuff <laughs> it was the nineties um and it was just filled to the brim with porn like Whoa. filled to the brim with porn and I was just like what am I looking at like <laughs> kind of like it but also I'm a little confused <laughs> like amazing yeah, I had that experience when I think our last move or the one before I. Like, I write for Penthouse, and they mm-hmm. every time I write for something, they automatically send it to you. Oh, And so I just had this, like, fucking mountain of, like, <laughs> not just the main Penthouse magazine, but, like, all the, like, specialty the publications that I had written for them and whatever. Just, like, boxes upon boxes of, like, pornography, but, like, my byline is in every last yeah. one. I'm going to keep them, damn it. Yeah. And 
the movers thought because they were like i don't remember if they were packing it or it was just sitting and they saw it and they thought they had found my husband's porn stash <laughs> and they were like getting all weird about it and i was coming by and one of them was trying to like shield me from it and oh that's kind of <laughs> cute but also so naive oh, sweet bears i think i eventually was like oh no like i I think I fucked with them now that I think of it. I think I was I like, mean, oh, no, I'm to. in them. And they were like, And they're doing the like, like they're freaking out where they're like, oh, I don't actually like you. She's like about flushing. to show me. And I'm like, that's me right there. <laughs> I love your audacity. It it inspires Damn. me. Like I could never like I would just blush and be like, ah, it's it's mine. It's fine. Just look away. <laughs> it's my husband's. Oh, no, I, I would claim it. I would claim it, but I would do it in the most awkward ridiculous way possible that they'd mm -hmm. be like oh now we're very uncomfortable yeah there would be flouncing <laughs> if i was there like it would be it would be a lot just come out in a robe <laughs> the, the, where the, is my the murder robe yeah the the, the widow 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 murder robe mm -hmm. yeah we really mm. need those i we're falling down a little bit and like we're all just sitting in t-shirts when we could be in like flouncy murder robes Listen, when I get my little my my new office, yeah, it's gonna I'm gonna be ready. I'm gonna I'll, I'm gonna have it on a hanger. Yes. <laughs> yeah, uniform. You we need a hat uniform. rack too, Katie. They have them in so many colors, so many colors. I and then I expect the listener to also sit listening to Please. the yes. podcast in the robe and send yes. proof. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're, we're all in this together, together, listener. Yeah, it's us yeah. and yeah. you. Okay, Jenny, I'm sorry. Okay, we okay. have bored of a thousand fucking nights. Right. Not with a K. <laughs> with a K in a second, and then we'll go back to the end. <laughs> yes. So the book opens, and the heroine is named Reyna, R-E-Y-N-A. And we are in Scotland. It is uh, 1356 or something, which wow. was refreshing. I haven't read a non-Regency historical in a really long time, and I had forgotten mm -hmm. how much I enjoy, imagine that, other time periods. So we're, you know, stakes are high. We're in like castle times and mm -hmm. she is going down like a dark tunnel with a maid and the maid is like worried about her and the town is under siege and they're tunneling. They're going to get in. They're running out of food. Stakes are dire. Like mm -hmm. things are bad. And she is obviously about to do something that is like a last resort kind Drastic. of action. She's taking drastic fucking Is measures. Is she offering herself to the siege lord? And so captive, the, captive. the maid says, make sure he drinks the wine before he gets your clothes off. Indeed. Just to like give you an idea of what she's about to do. So she's got a basket. She is dressed in some fancy clothes and she goes out of the tunnels. She like sneaks out and goes like around the long way to come back so that they don't know that she's come from the it's not a castle. I don't fucking know. The town. The fort. Whatever it yeah. is. The f it's fine. And so she like blows past some guys. They're like questioning her. And she's like, no, I have to see the, the head guy. And she like pinpoints which tent it is. And she goes charging into the tent. And there is this beautiful man. Uh -oh. Of course there like, is. Sitting there. He is shirtless. She can't even like process how gorgeous oh. this man is. And he's just like, what are you doing here? I'm and shirtless. She, yeah. she's this is like, how I, agree. I operate all the time. She's like, the town sent for me from Glasgow. I am a courtesan. I have been trained by Dionysia. 
Um, oh, I am, oh. you know, like a famous and skilled courtesan in the arts of love and passion. Fucking. She doesn't say that. I'm making shit up now. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> and so he totally negs her. He like walks oh. around her really slowly and he's like, you're too scrawny to be a whore. Like you're, you've got like no tits on you. You're tiny. Like, what would I even do with you? And, and she's like, fuck you. Fine. If I, if the gift is not good enough, I will go back and let them know yeah. that you don't want it. And he's yeah. like, no, 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 hang on. I didn't say yeah. that. <laughs> like, I wouldn't want you to get in trouble. Maybe okay, you're buddy. not so bad. Oh, and then I can he's throw like, you a bone. I've oh, been literally. at war. You know, I, I, you know, there's nothing better here. Like, I think I'll take the gift. Wow. I'm going to take you on your hands and knees first. Like, get down and let's do the thing. And she, Cal Drogo's her. <laughs> and she's like, listen, Cal Drogo has POV. reasons. And um, they're this cultural. guy's just trying to do a nay. <laughs> they're hot. She's I, freaking are they? the fuck out. And she's like, Oh, no, 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 no. Like, I'm not a common prostitute, sir. I am a courtesan. Mm. We have more skills than that. We give you a whole experience. We're not Ooh, just what? here to get straight down to business. What kind this of This is such a wild gamble on her part. Like, yeah. how did she think this was going to go? Like, yeah. And so he's like, oh, my bad. I'm just a, you know, a poor mer and okay, there's a lot of complicated fucking politics and shit mm. in this and I'm going to try and skim the surface of them, but I think the only part of it you need to know here is that he is not the actual lord that she thought was <gasps> in charge of the siege. He's like a mercenary who has been hired by that guy <gasps> and so at first she's like, "Oh, you're not Morvan." And he's like, yeah, but for your purposes, I might as well be. I command the troops here. Like, if you're trying to please the man in charge, that would be me. Okay. So that is the relevant information. Gotcha. And so she's like, here, let me prop up a thing that would be in a war tent for you. Mm -hmm. Like, have a seat. Make yourself bag. comfortable. Yeah, let yeah, me yeah. give you a, a civilized <laughs> experience, you poor lowly soldier. She pours some him some wine. <laughs> she gives him a meat pie. He has only oh. had shitty camp food for, like, months, and he's Ooh. just so impressed by the food that he's oh like, I don't even care that this bitch is, like, clearly not really a whore. I'm just <clears throat> excited to be eating this meat pie. Understandable. And he's got a meat pie. He's got a wartime bean bag. I don't know what else you need. He's got some wine. She pulls Wines. out a flute and a flute? she's looking at him. Yes. So no. She, she pours him the wine. She gives him the food, and she's like watching to see if he's drinking the wine. So you kind of know real what's casually. going on here. Yeah, <laughs> you can tell that, like, in her head, she is the height of stealth, and to him, she's like doing the side eye. Like, can I pour you some more? How about some wine, sir? Let's do a toast. <laughs> when he's like, Aren't you gonna have any? and she's like, No, it like dampens my skills or something, mm. like, real subtle there, oh, yeah. Reina. Oh, she yeah. said her name is Melissa, by the way, and so. She pulls out a flute and she starts playing him some music mm -hmm. and either her music is really bad or he's just I like mean, it's a wants flute. to move things along. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, because he stands up and starts like kissing on her neck oh. and her she's fucking up the song and you know <laughs> mm -hmm. and it's which I'm sure very sounds clear. like really shrill and like not uh -huh. sexy. So yeah. shrill. 
very clear to him that like she is into it um which becomes important later yay and then he like pulls her down to the furs and is like okay let's that's enough courtesans shit like let's get down to business and he's like and she's like no no slow down like we need some conversation and he's like what like And she's I don't like, tell care me about, about yourself. your brain. Yeah, <laughs> and that's he's not like, why you're I don't here. <laughs> want to tell like, why would I want to tell you about myself? And she's like, well, men like to talk about themselves. And he's like, well, this one doesn't. Why don't you tell me? He basically says, tell me how pretty I am. You know, he's like, admire <laughs> me. That's that's what I the conversation that I want to hear. And Fair. she's just like her inner dialogue. She's like, you conceited ass, like drink the fucking wine like he's she's already refilled it twice and he's supposedly emptied it and so he eventually he starts he's oh she admires like his collarbone and he's like why don't you kiss it then my lady and she kind of does like a little kiss up on him and then he's like guiding her lower and lower (gasps) and as she reaches his like i'm sure chiseled as shit man v yeah oh yeah yeah he falls asleep yes his eyes are closed. That's what we like out of our partners. He has gone limp. So mm-hmm. she rushes over to her basket and she pulls out the false bottom and she removes a dagger. <gasps> and she goes oh, back shit. over to him and she's like, I got to cut this motherfucker's throat. <gasps> and she's but looking also, at him. But also, if he's the mercenary, yeah. then they're just going to hire another mercenary. Like, just send it's a bad mercenary. fucking plan, you guys. It's not a good plan. <laughs> I mean, that's it fair. Is it's desperation. very that's naive cool. plan. Her plan is basically that if she kills the guy in charge, the leaderless soldiers won't know what to do. Oh, yeah. And no, then soldiers work just, I mean, just like leave no chain of command <laughs> it doesn't it's fine it's fine she's probably like Rena 18 has, <laughs> has read a lot of books and so mm. this is her like judith of whole for whatever the fuck it is yeah, moment yeah. where she's gonna like go in and cut his head off which is not easy to do friends no mm-hmm. so no. She's like holding the dagger and she's trying to convince herself to kill this guy who's like been a dick to her, but like also maybe doesn't deserve to die. And like, and it's so very she's pretty. Like, yeah. So the V. Think of oh, the V, Reina. And so she's like looking away and she's looking back at him and she's trying to think of all the people in the town and she has to keep them safe and they're her people and she has to look after them. So she's like grasping the knife and then she looks back and his eyes are open. Oh. And she's like, ah fuck and so he like grabs the knife and she's like shit i gotta do it now so she like tries to stab him and she just like cuts his arm and then he he sort of manhandles her into submission and says drink the wine like he forces (gasps) her to drink the wine that she was trying to make him drink and so that's that's lights out lights out it's a hell of an opening like so now she awakens tied to the camp bed yes spread eagled she is still clothed we're in his pov and he did think about taking her clothes off just to like really fuck with her but decided Mm. not to which was nice of him um and he he's kind of again just like talking shit at her as she wakes up he's like i've never heard of a you know sleeping whatever that doesn't give you a splitting headache how's that head feeling he's pissed because like he thinks she's legitimately just tried to like Give him a sleeping potion and kill him. Well, I mean, and she let, like, I don't know how illegitimate it was. (laughs) Like, (laughs) she did the thing. I mean, she, she, 
Yeah, she very nearly cut his throat. Yeah. And so he's like, lucky for you, it wasn't poison. And she's like, I didn't have a recipe for poison. Like, she's just sassing him back. Like, she won't cave, even though he's, like, got her tied down and he's being a dick to her. She's, like, cursing him left and right. He's like, I've never heard a woman speak like this. She's like, you whore son. (laughs) You, like just is like constantly swearing at him and he is like language madam (laughs) shut the fuck up um which i do very much enjoy in a lady Mm -hmm. so he's like all right i don't know what to do with you now because like i should just take you out back and hang you but like that would suck for you and you know you say you're a courtesan so and like my men saw you come in here and offer yourself to me they have expectations like i have no choice now but to give you over to my knights no i'm going to give you over to the army and she's like the whole army and he's like no no just my knights so there's your there's your thousand knights there we go are there a thousand of them there are for the sake of that working (laughs) (laughs) i mean i i do love a pun (laughs) there's probably like 15 i don't know but so that's he's still like, a lot of, that's still a lot <laughs> you're gonna have to please every last one of them but he's also like uh you were not very good at the whole courtesan <laughs> thing and but they're not they're gonna think that you're like holding out on them because they heard that you were this famous courtesan oh boy. um they're gonna think that you're like saving it for somebody else or you're just like being disrespectful to them and they're gonna be really pissed and they're gonna take that out on you oh shit oh my god (laughs) the only answer is that i'm gonna have to take you first to like show you the way i'm going to have to teach you some shit oh so i'm gonna have to hold hold hold. i'm gonna have to teach you how to do a fuck so that you can fuck my 15 nights properly so they don't get mad at you because you're bad at fucking yeah Yes. Is that is that okay? Yes. All right, cool. I've got it. And then I'm gonna keep fucking you after that. And in here somewhere, he slips the fact that like they've almost tunneled all the way through to the town. They're gonna <gasps> fire it at dawn. Like they're gonna take over the town. He tells her which tunnel it is. Oh, and... he's not very good at spy well, shit. <laughs> he thinks he's one. Oh, and so. Oh she lets on he's like what is your husband you know like oh you thought you were playing the hero coming out playing judith you were gonna like what the fuck was your plan here Mm -hmm. and she's like i had no like i had to try something she's like vibes like (laughs) desperate vibes i was gonna walk out clutching your head and guys weren't gonna fuck with me and she lets on so he's like what does your husband think about you coming out and doing this and she's like i'm a widow oh so then he like starts to kind of get up on her and is like does the the thing where he says i'm gonna have to take you first and then he's like but that's gonna have to wait like i have to go finish tunnel shit brb oh it's tunnel times (laughs) yeah i have to go but not the same tunnel that she left in to come like seduce slash murder him not that tunnel no okay no (laughs) and so he's like brb fucks off and and then we flip so and he just like leaves her there and it's like i'm gonna come back and have sex with you and then my knights are gonna run train on you wow. and also we're gonna like murder your whole town you know this guy knows Bye. how to make a schedule <laughs> yeah, yeah. his agenda is neat and tidy <laughs> and now we flip to his pov 
and he's gotten his dudes and they're sitting up on a hill and they're watching and he has reasoned through the fact that she did not come from glasgow the the things that she knew meant that she had to have come from the town and she did not come out the front gate so he has just given her every reason like i'm gonna have sex with you my men are gonna have sex with you like the town is about to be under siege. They were not about to fire that tunnel at dawn. They were nowhere near through digging under there. And he needs a quick victory to impress Morvan, who has yeah. hired him. And meanwhile, he's... she's laying there being like, these knots are so loose. It's so weird. Yeah. He's like, I left <laughs> one of her wrists at loose. Oh my God. She's a fucking hellcat. The little menace will be out here. Like, watch the clock. It's happening. And so sure enough, she appears and she leads them straight to the tunnel, the secret mm-hmm. tunnel that they didn't know about. And now they are able to get in. And so he like grabs her in the tunnel and is yeah. like, you're going to stay here with this guy. We're going in. And so she like bashes his squire over the head with a rock. Yeah. And sneaks down the tunnel and manages to like, I don't know, jog, like sneak another way sure. and alert the like knights in the thing that like, it's too late. They're they're already opening the portcullis. Like you guys have to go out this other secret tunnel or the one yeah, she comes from. I don't know. It's like a warren. Yeah, are these? And so Although, she's like getting all the men out. That's his bad for leaving her with a fucking squire. What are you, a freaking amateur? <laughs> it's true. Yeah. And so one of the knights, Reginald, is like, milady, like, I'm responsible for you. You have to come with us. And she's like, fuck that. I'm not going. Those people are going to try and execute me, like, for a crime I didn't commit. I'm not going with you. Believe it or not, I am safer here. Like, I'm staying here. Get them out of here. And so there's like weird shit going on. Oh my God. Shenanigans afoot. If she is safer with the guy that she just very much pissed off. Absolutely. Then she is with these people that she's technically saving. And so she goes up to like a a solar and she kind of lures Ian is his name, his actual name, not just Lord of a Thousand Nights. (laughs) She, Ian eventually finds her up there and she like tricks him and she gets him at sword point. Ooh. like sword to his throat and like his men are now have taken over she can't really kill him or like she's gonna have to give up eventually sure but she does extract from him a promise not to like rape and pillage hey there we go was Which, he already planning on not raping and pillaging already he wasn't yeah. gonna do that there was but i love it so he's like trolling her through the whole conversation <laughs> where he's like I mean, there goes all my plans to like massacre babies, and, you know, and she's like, shut the fuck up. Like, I don't know you. I need to know that like we have an accord. Right. And and yeah, so it's very clear that like he had no intention of like raping and pillaging and whatever. And so she's just but she is fiercely defending her people. Yes. Oh, hey, it's temple update time. This month, we're back on our bullshit with Katie regaling us with more fertile in my ex-boyfriend's dungeon. And I can neither confirm nor deny that we discover an actual hard limit for Katie. Hannah Witten is also going to stop by to give us all of her best spooky season wrecks. 
In book club news, everyone in the Joybringer tier and Celebrant tier can download their ebook copies of My Wicked Prince by Molly O'Keefe and the entire audiobook collection of Court of the Vampire Queen by the one and only Katie Robert. Finally, Joybringers and Celebrants can check out all the digital art we've created for the temple. It's all on one convenient page waiting for you. If you want to get in on any of this goodness, head to bonkersromance.com temple and sign up. All right, back to the show. And so she puts the sword down. They have an agreement. And as she puts the weapon down, he's like, like that's the second time you've pointed a weapon at me. Mm-hmm. If you do it a third time, you better be prepared to use it. Ooh. And so there is just like crackling tension between the two of them mm-hmm. where he's like, fuck this bitch. She's like too much trouble. <laughs> and she is just like making his life misery and continues yeah. to do so. Yes. So he marches downstairs has all the people assembled and you know orders his men in front of everybody that like you know there's going to be no raping pillaging or baby massacring um <laughs> and like, they're all standing there's like crickets manner. but he does make it clear that like if it's consensual like if the ladies of the town would like to copulate with the knights then they may do so if both parties are amenable and who am i to stop you Mm-hmm. And so she's like, does that apply to me? And he's like, absolutely, it applies to you, thinking this is her, like, coming on to him. Right. Because everybody comes on to him, of course. Of course, he's the lord of a doing. thousand knights. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, like, you've seen all the ladies of the town, and, like, one of the guys that fucked off left his wife there behind, who was, like, technically in charge of the town. And so she's making eyes at him. And like, everybody wants Ian except Reyna. Mm. And so he's like, yeah, of course it applies to you. And she's like, any man I please. And he's now starting to catch on. And he's like, no, only this one. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, not a chance. And his squire has told her before she bashed him over the head with a rock that they call him the Lord of a Thousand Nights. So she's Mm. like, I'm not going to make you Lord of a Thousand and One Nights. And she starts to walk away. And he calls after her, Reyna, I think I just heard the sound of a gauntlet being thrown. (gasps) Uh-huh. <laughs> so like she it. has issued a challenge and he now wants her a lot i mean he and did so, to begin with let's be yeah. honest yeah yeah we cut to like dinner i don't know the next day at some point in those days that follow i think she hasn't been coming to dinner and it's been like a handful of nights and he's grumpy because as much as he talks shit like he wants to fight with her sure and so he's like annoyed that this is the third night in a row or whatever that she hasn't shown up the dinner sucks like the thing that he was most looking forward to about taking this town was that she was brought those meat well. pies and yeah. those meat pies were delicious as fuck. she baked them didn't she yeah and so he's like what the fuck like this food is like who cooked yeah. this what and is this like, gruel Mm-hmm. And he's like the the steward or whatever is like, well, you know, it was the town cook, but your cook supervised. And he's like, then that means like no seasoning, nothing went into this. <laughs> and they were like, you know, he's supervising to make sure you don't get poisoned. And he's like, are you? He's like, fucking poison me, bro. I may as well get poisoned. <laughs> yeah. So he and they're he goes like marching down to the kitchen because he's like, that's got to be where she is. And they, there's like a whole other dinner. Oh, no, I missed an important point. Okay, so the 
the town used to be ruled by a guy named Lord Robert, Sir Robert. I don't fucking know. Robert. Sure. And he was like a good man, whatever. Robert Kelso. And that is her late husband. So oh, she is oh. technically like the lady of the manor. She, oh. Like when she says she's a widow, it was true. And her late husband was like this benevolent ruler, whatever, that everybody really respected. Mm -hmm. And they suspect he was murdered. <gasps> there, it was like really, his death was really suspicious. And it seemed like he was poisoned. And <gasps> she was like feeding him weird concoctions in those last days. So absolutely everybody except the people we're about to come up with are convinced that she murdered this guy and that oh was gosh. what like those other people had come to like try and execute her oh and that's why she's like i can't go with them like and they're just it, gonna put yeah. me on trial for yeah. shit that i didn't do so as he's asking at the table about like where's Raina and whatever the the lady who had been making eyes at him and the other people are like doing the gossip and telling yeah. him all of this and he's trying to like assimilate these accusations in his mind and of course in his mind he's like she doesn't know a recipe for poison and like i know why oh, right oh, so but much. he can't tell them that right. because none of them know that she went out of the town and did all right. and like accidentally led him in and oh, he right. knows that he'll get her in trouble if he lets on that like she technically let them into the fortress yeah give blame so for that too <laughs> he goes storming down to the kitchen and finds that there's like a whole secondary dinner table <gasps> happening where like and it's good food isn't it it's like a party everybody's <laughs> laughing and having fun and they're he could smell that they're eating the good food oh. and he's like well this is clearly this is the table of people who do not think that Raina poisoned her husband because right. they're willing to eat her cooking right mm -hmm. and, and like a couple of his guys are there and he's like <laughs> you're holding out on me yeah and and they're like oh we walked past and it looked like a merry bunch and he's like, <laughs> also this food is good let us eat like that food and shit. So he picks up a like a i don't know a fork or something or like a piece of meat and start and she reyna is like don't you fucking dare and i think she like knocks it out of his hand and he's like and she's like i am not if you get sick I am not going to face the accusations oh, that I poisoned yeah. you. Don't you dare eat something that I cooked. And so they get into this oh, like scuffle where he then like picks it up and like blatantly chews and swallows it in front of her. And he's like, not only am I going to eat it, but like you're going to come to dinner every night. You're going to be the first person to take a bite of whatever meal has been cooked. And you're going to fucking eat at the table with the rest of us. And, oh. <laughs> and she's like, how do you know that I don't hate you so much that I will kill myself in order to poison you or that I won't mm -hmm. kill myself in order to poison you? And he's like, you won't because you wouldn't risk the rest of the town after the drastic measures that you went to to try and save them. True. But also, if you knew a recipe for poison, you'd be dead already. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they're just like banter, banter, uh, banter. I love it. And so the next day, the well is mysteriously dry. They come oh. to him and they're like, my lord, the well is dry. It's, and he's like, oh, it's a mystery. And he's like, fucking Raina is behind this. Like, I don't know how she did it, but like this, she's a there's water no question witch. in my mind that that little hellcat is responsible for this. <laughs> and so he's like, god damn it. I can't figure it out. I don't know how she's done it. I guess like 
And so they have to go to the river to get the water, but that means like opening the gates every yeah. day to let everybody yeah. go out and like bathe and retrieve water. So she's like weakened their defenses by mm. somehow making the well dry. Loving Witchcraft. that. And so that dinner that night, he's, she like isn't there and he's getting really antsy, but he's like engineered it so that the only seat that's left is the one at his left. Yes. Or she would have to like go sit in the middle of his nights. Uh, and so he's not like, the she's nights. gonna have to sit next to me. <laughs> yeah, not the nights. <laughs> and so she comes like strutting in late, picks up a bite of his food off of his plate, like puts it in her mouth and is just like talking shit to him the whole time. And then like shit talk, shit talk, shit talk. And then she like pauses and starts to gag. And convulses. And, like, falls to the floor. <laughs> and everybody goes nuts. And he's freaking out at the idea that she's at. He's like, it didn't I occur to me her. that like if she's not the poisoner, maybe there is another poisoner in uh -huh. the castle or whatever the hell it is. And like, oh God, she's gonna die. And like, I have feelings and I don't know what to do with these feelings. And I'm, and then she just like comes to and is like, fuck and you. She's like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm hilarious. And then she goes and sits with his knights rather than having to sit next to him <laughs> <laughs> and spends the entire dinner like charming and flirting with them. He can just hear like laughter coming from down there. Ooh, and right he can see that him. like every last one of them are smitten with her and they're like oh. interested. But he's like, God damn it, she is naive and she's like overplaying her hand here because oh. not only do they know she's a widow, but they know she like came out to my tent and offered herself to me. Mm. They think that like she's up for grabs and is now like making advances and right. it's the Middle Ages and it's, there yeah. might be a misunderstanding is how he yeah. puts it. So in spite of That's himself, great, he's like kind of worried about her and uh -huh. is like, you know like in trying to get back at me she's making this dangerous for herself and and so he at the end of the dinner is like i'm gonna fix it and she's not gonna like it so he struts up and offers her his arm and he's like are you ready to retire and she's like god damn it fuck like he's just insinuated to all yeah. present that we're sleeping together that but there's I a can't claim deny it without making a big scene and yeah right. exactly so she like takes his arm and goes storming upstairs with him and he's like what <gasps> the fuck was that and he explains like i just claimed you and she's like well no shit and he's like no i just claimed right. you none of my men would dare to lay a finger on you now that they think you're mine mm -hmm. and she's like oh okay she's um, like fair enough <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah sort of and then so he's like i don't like why is there even this tension between us like you were into it when we were in the tent even if there right. was like other stuff going on um so he kisses her <gasps> and she's very into it yeah and he's very into it and so he kind of like starts leading her to the bed and he like sits on the bed and pulls her between his thighs and he's being very sweet and like very affectionate and he wow. is kissing and she's panting and she's whatever and then he's like Raina come and lie with me you know like let's you're a widow it's you know like there's no reason for us not to do this yeah and she just like freaks out and she's like I cannot I must not Oh. And then he initially is pissed because he thinks it's another one of her games where mm -hmm, she's right. like teasing him just to get him all riled up and to prove that she can and then shutting him down. But as he like comes down from his blue balls, yeah. he's like, no, she's just, she's a virtuous woman. 
and oh, I can't boy. argue with that. And boy, does that piss me off. But like, she just doesn't want me because she's a widow and is trying to sort of stay true to her vows sort of deal. Huh. I mean, I feel like that's probably not what it is at all, but that's okay, buddy. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> I feel like it's really not. And so she is like freaking out because she's like, oh my God, I almost just did the thing. And not only that, but I wanted to do the thing. And mm -hmm. what if I hadn't like come to my senses and stopped him? It would have been a betrayal. Um, a betrayal to she whom? Looks, it, to her dead she looks husband? Out, yeah, to her dead husband. And so she looks out the window. And I forgot to tell you that Reginald the guy who wanted her to go with him mm -hmm. said like all right i'm gonna go right now so that they don't like kill me or whatever but i'm gonna come back for you i will give you the signal when i'm here and like ready for you to leave so okay. she looks out the window and there's like a candle flickering in the ruins yeah out in the distance and she's like oh that's reginald which is kind of a questionable signal because what if she had not like seen and a the candle tiny... it's it's candle. gusty. What if the wind just did a whoosh and then the candle's yeah. gone and there's no signal? Like, and she like, like didn't what if there's just to look a out the stranger window moment. out there in the ruins, right. just, you know, taking a stroll? <laughs> Maybe do a little ghost hunting. It's ruins. They, they exactly. Do, yeah. They had to do that in the Middle Ages too. <laughs> Absolutely. The paranormal investigations were like stellar <laughs> in the Middle Somebody Ages. Somebody write me that book. I will read it. No, I won't. Seriously. I'm a liar. I won't read it. It's, I don't really read historical <laughs> anymore. I'm sorry, but write it because other people will read it. <laughs> okay, so I don't know. Plot happens, and then there is a French Comte who is coming to yeah, visit, and that's like a big deal for their town. And so they're like, Reina, you need to be presentable and like come out because there's a French Comte who's coming. So and does he have like ladies. a like a game plan or is he just like squatting in this town? Yeah. He his lord who hired him, Morvan, is like in the big town under siege there. Like he or is like laying siege to that oh, town. No. And okay. so he's sort of been sent to claim the outpost while the other dude is doing the thing over here oh so gotcha. it's like a supply chain thing like you can't yeah do the they're like that makes hitting sense. different spots mm -hmm. trying to like I don't, do stuff it's yeah we're trying to get fine. into the greater politics more control and so and part of his end game is that he is tired of being a mercenary he's been over in france for fighting wars exhaustively like mm. he is done with this and he wants like his own claim to lands and a place where he can like be in charge and whatever and so he his hope is that morvan is going to give him these lands mm. if he does a good enough job of like holding down the fort so to speak totally. without issue and so reyna fucking with his shit is like making him look bad it's problematic to, to his guy and yeah. he's like this is my like future that you're how am i supposed to here? sire some barons around here right <laughs> right the one nobody that is, respects he, me he is an Englishman and we're in Scotland. Oh. And so there's a lot of like, you're an English whore's son and totally. like I fucking mean, English. Assassin yeah, Fuck the English, man. <laughs> I mean, very fair as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, I do enjoy that dynamic. And so the ladies are all lined up in their finery. And uh, Ian is like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And they're like, there's a French comte coming to visit. And he's like, oh, David is going to think it's hilarious that you guys yeah. all got dressed up for him. And they're like, David? Mm -hmm. And it, I don't, shenanigans. It's Morvan, his lord's sister's husband. 
it doesn't matter. Sure. And so <laughs> I guess it does in the sense that all of those characters are about to be here. But oh, okay. anyway, he is an old friend of Ian's who like used to be a merchant and now by marriage is like a noble and whatever. And so he has come to take her to her father. Like the ask has been made of Morvan, the like warlord that like her father is, holds the neutral territory and his ask to continue holding the neutral territory is like, I want my daughter back. Reyna is his daughter. Yes. Okay. Okay. And so, you know, Ian and David are in a room and they invite Reyna in and she's being very like polite and sweet to David mm. and he's oh, kind of just... giving twists his yeah giving yeah. Ian the look of like what you said she was a hell cat like she seems right. perfectly amenable to like she's purring right now until he explains that like i'm here to take you to your to back to your father and she's like the fuck you are and starts like <laughs> cursing him out when he won't cave on it and just like goes ballistic and ian's thought is there's my girl like <laughs> i love that i always love that dynamic Especially, of like mm. Because mm -hmm. he's like, I don't want her to go back to her father. Yeah. And so that and but like he couldn't really come up with a good reason for it. And so that like mm -hmm. she is standing her ground. He's like, fuck yeah, you tell him. But then she's like, I want to go to Edinburgh. Um, like I know some I have a friend there who will like hook me up with this widow who we can like, I don't know, do, do widow, widow shit together. Yeah. Widow shit. And he's Wait, like, a is friend. there a reason she doesn't want to go see her father? He's a piece yeah, of her shit, father, isn't he? father's very bad. Like a piece of shit. Horrible. She has these like horrible nightmares. She can't be in the dark by herself. Aww. Like she, there's a lot of like trauma, PTSD that manifests in various ways. Yeah. And so she explains this to David, where she's like, "Have you been there? Like, have you seen what he's like with the servants?" And the guy is like, nee, "Okay, fair, yeah, I have." And mm. she's They're like, just "Servants? Imagine right? what like... he's like when nobody's looking." Oh like, shit! Yeah. It's, bad and I am not going back there and so she puts her foot down because she's like I'm not some unwed whatever I'm not his property I am a widow widows have more rights than unmarried women do mm -hmm. like I am not going back there and so she wants to go to Edinburgh to see a friend and Ian of course is like a friend huh friend Hmm? who is this friend what and kind she's of like, penis does your friend have <laughs> she's like he is my friend Edmund he is Ooh. He is of the holy Murga Burga order, mm -hmm. something holy knight, hospitaler. He is a saintly man. And Ian is like, fuck that. Like, you're naive enough to have done X, Y, and Z. Like, you don't know the first thing about men. Like, we can't put you into this guy's clutches. And oh, she's golly. like, Just my because that's what you would do <laughs> does not mean that every man is a piece of shit like you. Oh, and and so, like, David is just watching the volley back and forth yeah. of, like, them ripping each other to pieces. And he's like, okay, Ian is right. I can't send you off to some random guy. Like, they would have my balls for that. Right. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to think on it. I might send you back to your dad. Be prepared. Mm. Like, end of discussion. We'll talk tomorrow. And so he There's sends her off. There's a solution here. Isn't there? There's a solution here. Is there Everybody. a solution? We're not there yet. Oh, and so okay. he he turns to her. I'm going to have to hurry because there's a fuck ton of plot left, but I'm going <laughs> to skim it and get to the good stuff. So of course he turns back to Ian and is like, well, she is just smitten with you. Um, <laughs> and Ian is like... <laughs> and so she is like in bed ill the next day. 
And he goes in and he's like, bullshit, you're sick. Like, women yeah. like you are too willful to be sick. Like, you're just, oh. this is one more way that you're fucking with my stuff. Like, you need, oh, and so David has been like, I'm not going to try and throw her over a saddle and drag her back to her dad. Just don't lose her. Like, okay. keep her here. <laughs> keep her safe. Don't kill her. But, like, I, she's better here than me trying to drag her to her dad. I'll talk to Morvan and find out what the best plan is to do with her. Yeah. And so he leaves. And then Ian finds her in bed and whatever. And she's like, basically says, like, it's period issues and, like, it's women's stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'll be fine in, like, four days or something. I'm just going to have to lay a bed until then. And he's wow. like, ah, why am I kind of worried about you? But then, you know, like, he leaves her to it. And it's been, like, two days he hasn't seen her and he's kind of worried and, but he's like trying to be gruff about it and okay. so he like gets her some food or something and then like she goes and stuff a bunch door. of pillows full of straw and there's no she answer absolutely did. and he goes in and she has <laughs> fucked off she's left she is not there and he's like where is she and the no women issues being switched i love it <laughs> gets them every time that's right scare yeah. them off with those ovaries yeah. and so he he goes like writing out and is trying to piece it together and he asks like how many women went out to bathe and they're like 12 and he he goes over and like they're trying to give the women their privacy and of course he goes marching over and starts counting them and they're all like i'm naked but also it's the lord of a thousand nights whoops i'm really naked <laughs> and he counts 11 and he's like okay she came out in this like this was yes. her escape she's not that far ahead of me so he goes chasing after her and she's like, you can't fucking swim, can you? Because you're an Englishman. And she goes, like, swimming across the river. And it's like, the nearest crossing is at whatever. He was and... he battled in France. I'm sure he can swim. <laughs> he can't swim. Oh, and he so can't. he gets away from her. Yeah, it was like it hit home. And so he, like, <laughs> she gets away from him. And she climbs a tree and is like, I'm going to hide up here. Um, because he's, like, catching up to her. And so she, she pulls a bear like, cub? successfully like <laughs> she's and she's like taking her gown off and bundled it up and whatever and so she's like in her shift up in the tree and mm -hmm. she is successfully evading him until he's like right under her and her mm. shift drips on his head because it's <sighs> wet and so like the she first one kind of goes, and then and then it happens again <gasps> And and he looks up and is like, and so there's just like lots of banter where he's like, get the fuck out of the tree. And she's right. like, I can't, I, I can't climb down. I'm stuck. <laughs> You're going to have to go get a rope. And he is like, yeah, be gone for a while. <laughs> that is bullshit. Yeah. Like you are a lying sack of shit. Get out of the tree right this second. And I might not turn you over my knee. And she's like, oh, you seem wow. really angry. I'm not going to come down while you're this angry. I think you need to calm down. And he's like, I am fucking calm. <laughs> All the swearing is mostly me. Sure. Um, and so she's like, no, I don't think you can hear your tone. Like, it, what, please watch your language. And he's like, my language. And she's like, see, you seem very worked up. And so he's trying to like talk himself down. And then eventually she's like, I think she stays up there like all night. And then wow. he's like, well, she's a okay. hellcat and he doesn't have a fire brigade. Like, go like, get the you, fireman. Like, you, <laughs> if he did, she'd be gone. That's got to be uncomfortable. And she's like, I have been telling you this for the last like eight hours or whatever. I am legit. I cannot get down. Like, look at this oh. scenario. I can't get down. And he's like, okay, I believe you. 
I'm going to go, I don't know if he's going to get a rope or help or whatever, but he's like, I'm going to go. And so she like gets down. And she, <laughs> I love her she's so trying much. to find the bag with her gown in it. And he holds and he it up. Gone very far. And has he's it. like, Are you looking for this? And she's like, Oh, you said you were leaving. And he's like, Well, you said you couldn't get out of yeah. the train. Yep. <laughs> and so <laughs> she's now just like standing in her undergarments and there's mm-hmm. like this crackling sexual tension her between wet them. undergarments and be dry yeah. by now yeah i was thinking Nips the same are... thing i think they're sort of oh. described as still being wet but i feel like they would have to be dry i mean it's and scotland so... is anything ever actually dry <laughs> that's no, fair that's true he's like remove your shift Raina. Oh my god. And she's like, I can't. Yes, you can, Raina, do it. He's like, I don't understand. Like, you, you're into this. I'm into this. Right. It would be good between us. Like, why? And she's like, you only want me because you can't have me. Like, it, this is just a, a challenge to you. And he's like, no, it's not. There's something more to it. I hate it. I hate you. Right. I can't explain it. <laughs> I wish it wasn't real. But there is something between us. Like, mm. why don't we? And, you know, as he's doing it he's doing a big seduce on her so yeah. she's getting more and more like tingly in her pants and is mm-hmm. that she's not wearing and <laughs> you know is like oh you know he's right why shouldn't i and so they're like kissing <gasps> and like laser out on the flowers yeah. and like he is beautiful he mm. takes his clothes off and she's just like how is this man this attractive and so he's like you know sucking on nipples and yeah, touching yeah, yeah. her and what and she's just melting under his hands and like can't believe that anything can feel like this Ooh. and then you know so he goes to like <gasps> he goes to like spread her thighs and like line himself up and uh-huh. she freaks and is like i can't i can't i must not i can't do this <gasps> and and her reaction is so dramatic and the words that she uses are I so must specific. not yeah that he's like, it starts to click for him that like, it's not a, that she doesn't want to do it. There's like something going on that right. goes beyond that. And so he stops, which I very much respect, like immediately stops and is like, you know, there's other stuff we can do to like bring you pleasure. I yeah. don't have to penetrate you in any way. Like, let me make you feel good. Like mm-hmm. you were very into this. Can I continue to make you feel good? And she's sort of like, uh, I don't know. And then like they start sort of exploring it and somebody comes out of nowhere and <gasps> bashes Ian over no the fucking, fucking head way. and knocks him out. Is it Reginald? Oh, out cold. Before the... Reginald. It's a Reginald. Oh my Cock-walk. God. She yeah. was gonna get her freaking orgasm and have uh, this yes. the tide and rush so, in and the world fall out. She's like, yeah. huh, don't kill him. Like it's and he's like, I heard you screaming, you know, <laughs> that like you couldn't, and I came running. These English bastards like think they can just take whatever they want. And she's like, No, no, oh and my he's god, like, oh, I know what never I heard. heard a lady come before. <laughs> I mean, she was to be fair, she was protesting before fair. they switched tactics for a minute. Yeah. yeah yeah all right and so uh, reginald is like road trip i'm gonna get you out of here and so he like puts her on a horse and starts leading her away and she's i'm gonna like, take oh you God. to the puritans who want to witch burn you what's reginald's deal well she's like i you need to take me to edinburgh like that's where oh. edmund is there he's edmund is reginald's brother okay oh, so he does fact. exist okay, he does exist cool. okay he cool. is 
Reginald's brother. And she's like, you got to take me to Edmund. And, and, you know, like this was Robert's desire, her husband, that like I would be safe there. And mm-hmm. he's like, I'm thinking about this whole thing with your husband. And mm-hmm. like, he made me promise to protect you. Mm-hmm. And I think what he oh, actually no. meant is that I should marry I'm you. Marry oh, you. no. Because no, how, no. Like, how better can I protect you? And she's like, no, no, no. I'm very super sure not. if that's what he wanted, he would have told me that. And he did not. He told me to go to Edmund. And he's like, no, you're a little lady. You don't know what's going <gasps> oh, on in no, the world. The and also, like, he says something that makes it clear that, like, she wasn't entirely protesting the entire time with Ian. That's oh. like, you know, maybe you're sort of a woman of loose morals. And she's <gasps> like, fuck you. And so they start fighting and he's like, no, like, we're going to this priest person and he's going to marry us. And she's like, not if I protest. And he's like, he will if I pay him. Oh, no. And so he, like, takes her to a cave or something. This happens Uh quite a few times in this book. And, like, gags her and binds her up and is like, you're going to sleep there for the night. And then, like, we're going to the priest in the morning. (gasps) And so Ian has gone back to the town and he is livid because he thinks the whole thing was, was like, like it. it was seducing him because she knew reginald was there and that then he would like let his guard down and he's like i've never misjudged a woman like this before i thought i could trust her this is Aww. fucked but also it's gonna be my ass if i don't go get her back because right. my specific orders were not to lose her and right. morvan wants her her dad wants her there's gonna be war if i let her go right i gotta go track her down so he tracks her down. He finds Reginald standing guard outside of these ruins or something, cave. I don't fucking know. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And so he like fights Reginald, and Reginald clearly loses instantly because yeah. Ian is the best fighter of all time. Mm-hmm. Also, the best lover of all time. He has yeah. many skills, Ian. It's really yeah, the not The Thousand fair. Nights is a very long time to learn a variety of skills. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He's utilized them all. <laughs> so he like you know is gonna take reginald prisoner and then he's like god damn it i'm gonna have to like play cat and mouse chasing this bitch around these ruins because not. she's not gonna come easily and then he like trips over something in the dark <gasps> and it's her and but he's still pissed at her and he's like oh you know it looks like you pissed another guy off like you just oh, like doing wow. that don't you and she's Ooh. just and so she has gone through the like night terrors thing where yeah. there was something really traumatic that happened to her as a kid in a crypt in the dark. And yeah. she's like, she's just so happy that somebody is pulling her out of the dark that she's oh. like, I don't even care that you're talking shit about me right now. Oh. And he's like, oh, very convincing. And he's like, get up and leave. And she's like, I can't dickhead like the rope. And he's like, oh, OK. And then he like cuts the rope and then. There's not another horse, so she has to ride on his horse yeah, to get yeah, back. Yeah, she does. And and he's just, like, livid the whole time. And she's not even really trying to defend herself because she explains it, that, like, he kidnapped me, and, and he's just not buying it at all. Yeah. So um, the next day, fucking everybody shows up. Morvan oh. shows up. David is back. David's wife is there. Morvan's wife is there and Morvan's wife I think has another book her name is Anna and she's described as being like the height of a man and she likes to wear dress as a man and like carry weapons and shit and later on she like fucks some people up so yes and like like does not listen to her husband in any way which is very frustrating for him Mm. and so 
everybody shows up. I guess it's not the next day. It's like a week later and he's been like making her follow him around and whatever. And so, and her dad, her brother, <gasps> everybody is there. It's a, it's a reunion on many fronts. And so they just decided like, we're all going to come here and like sort this shit out because her dad was pissed that they didn't bring her back. Yeah. And there's like lands in dispute and whatever. So everybody's there and they're like, they all greet each other and then they're like, take us to her and he's like oh you know wouldn't you rather come do this other thing first and he's trying to and they're like no take us straight to her right now and he's like god damn it fuck (laughs) so they go up to the solar and she is tied to the bed (gasps) with his belt around her wrists oh my god and and like it just everybody is like bro what's going on what are you (laughs) i mean doing and and they're both like it's not what it looks like and they're like "Mm, okay yeah he thinks that does protest too much to a bed yeah yeah and like her skirt's all rocked up because she's been sleeping and you know (laughs) it looks real sketch Mm -hmm. and so her brother takes his gauntlet and he throws it at ian's feet and he is like total combat tomorrow morning like we're gonna fight to the death for her honor and the guy is like, are you really going to die over this? Like, you know, I am in of Guilford. Like, there's yeah. no, you have no chance. And he's like, you know, there's no redeeming my whore sister, but at least I can, like, redeem the family name kind of deal. Man. Very classy. Man. Fucking kill him, Ian. <laughs> so they sort of divide, like, the, the dad and the brother and her family take her away. And then, like, his friends, Morvan, his ruler and his buddy David and the wives are like, Ian, what the fuck are you doing in here? Like, yeah, we know that you can't keep it in your pants. And he's like, I did, I kept it in my pants. And they're like, okay. <laughs> and then they're like, you can't kill her brother tomorrow. Like, they are the neutral territory. We need them neutral in this war. It's gonna turn. It's like very bad if mm-hmm. you kill her brother. And then there are enemies who can't the afford tide. that at this point in the war. And they're like, so shy of you just conveniently Marrying dying tomorrow. Her. Mary. What do you and yeah? So they all kind of look at each other and they're like, "It's marriage." Have a solution. You're gonna have to get married. You're gonna love it. (laughs) Yeah, and of course he's like, "I don't like." She's a fucking menace. Like, I don't need this in my life. All I could just want a home, and I just want some peace. But he is very into her. Obviously, don't want that. And so he'd be so bored. He'd be like, what am I supposed to do? Breed goats? Like, what the fuck? Like, without somebody menacing me all the time. Yeah. Yeah, He fucked a thousand and one or a thousand people because, like, he was bored and nobody was mean enough to him. And she's very mean to him. Mm -hmm. I love it. And so it is, they offer him the lands regardless. They're like, you've earned it. You can have her lands. But, like, we also kind of need you to marry her. And so, like, he's not marrying her to get her lands is the important distinction there. Oh, interesting. He's essentially choosing to save her because if Mm -hmm. he kills her brother and they go to war, she's going to get dragged back to hell with her dad. Yeah. And so he's like, okay, I agree. And then they go and tell her, like, you're going to have to marry him. And she's like, fuck no. Like, (gasps) I would rather go back and be abused by my dad again than marry (gasps) this guy who has so, he will not listen to me. He has misjudged me. You're being wild right now. Like, I denied that I tried to kill him. He's been a dickhead for the last week. He's been tying me up. Like, I'm not. I mean, but you did get pants feelings over it. Say it. 
You also <laughs> did flee from him, like, and you did try to murder him upon first meeting. There like, was that that attempted murder. Yeah. You also have been fucking with him nonstop, which is okay. Yeah. Which Respect. we approve. Stamp we of approve. approval. But you also are not a completely innocent party in this scenario, right? Yeah. Now. Yeah. yeah. And so they come back to him and they're like, she's like, she's a hard pass, bro. Like, he's like, and so they're trying to discuss options and he's like, I'll be back. And they're like, where are you going? And I think he says something about like, I'm going to go wrangle a Hellcat. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, do he it. goes and sits her down and explains to her, like he gives her the lay of the land and yeah. to speed things along. She does concede that she's going to marry him. But the concession he gets out of her is like, it's going to be a marriage of convenience. Of course. Sure it is. In order to like prevent warfare. And do you really want me to murder your brother tomorrow? Like, right. is that, are you okay with that? And she's like, God damn it, like, don't pit my loyalty against me. And he's like, I, in fact, I right. murder your brother. <laughs> I get your lands anyway. Go back to your dad. Very bad. Or marry me. Marriage of convenience will annul the marriage because you're barren. It's a known thing that she's barren no, because she was married not. for like 13 years and never produced a child. And that's why they was think she? that she murdered Robert F. Kelso because oh, he was going to like put her slow. aside and she found out. And so she poisoned him. Oh, I see. Or so this is like is the she, motive. Hear me out. A yeah. fucking virgin. Yeah. <laughs> what if she was his beard? It's almost like what if she was your, beard? you read romance. <laughs> I know. And so they, they get married. And it's like a very like she's just very like business about it. They get yeah, married, and then romance. he like finds her reading a book in her study or something, and he's like, "You're a little too chill about this. Like, you get married, and then like, why are you not prepared for me?" And <gasps> she's like, "What the fuck do you mean prepared?" Yeah, convenience. and he's like, "You are my wife," and and she's like, "This is a marriage of convenience," and he's like, "Uh." it's real as long as we're married <gasps> like it, and she's like you did not say that and he's like you did not say that like uh, we legally got married oh we're shit. consummating this thing and she's like oh, i can't and and so I they're must like not she says and he does like do a solid threaten on her uh-huh i don't uh -huh. remember the uh -huh. specifics but he's kind he's like I'll be in the solar, like make your decision. And whatever it is that he threatens her with, she's like, fuck, I'm going to have to do the thing. Oh, wow. So she woman's up and she goes in there and she's like, okay, like, let's do this. Um, and then, but during that conversation, she, he had asked her, like, did you love your husband? Like, is that why you're right. so resistant to this? Like, why won't you have sex with me? Everybody wants to have sex with me. Sure. Oh my God. Yeah. So he, she describes, you know, he was my everything. He was my world. He was my father. He was my uh, protector. <laughs> and so he's had like two minutes to go and process this information and do a little head calculus like Katie just did. I didn't. And so she comes in. in I think like, I was doing okay, geometry. I, I don't know. I'm going to do the thing. And he's oh, no. like your father that's not how you talk about somebody that yeah. you have been having sex with for 13 years yeah like you didn't ever yeah you didn't say daddy you said father no, exactly <laughs> that's the one and she's like not refusing to say it. and he's like you won't tell me even 
though I know, like I'm telling you that I know that that is what's happening. And she's right. just like, I, I'm not going to betray him. And he's like, I don't he understand. And like, we don't know. It is a big mystery. God damn it, Jenny. He doesn't even know. So that's it. She's like, I overheard Andrew, this other dude once being like, it's not fair to her. She doesn't understand. Like, you're going to have to tell her. And and so he's like, you have to fucking tell people because this proves that you're innocent in his murder. Like the whole their whole reason for saying that you murdered him is that you're barren and he didn't want you. Oh. And like, you're not. It's, you know, there's like whole thing going on here. And she's like, I'm not going to like defame his memory like that betray um, him like i will go to the noose rather than betray him he protected me when i needed it he saved oh, me from my father like yeah. you know i'm just not gonna do that and he's like that's ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> basically <laughs> fair like yeah. i'm gonna take matters into my own hands and so I, they like the one dude's the french comp's wife comes and like does a virgin check on her <gasps> And like, she's been horseback riding. That's not how this works. Yeah, seriously. Also, I, I wish is. like anybody who has the video is um uh lucky because the gesture <laughs> that Jenny did on the virgin check was intense. That makes me think of. I'm sorry, I'm gonna tangent real quick, but uh, I've been like periodically watching The Great. I'm like really slowly watching it because it's mm, yeah. so long. But there's a full on like virgin check by this like creepy old priest who's actually one of my favorite characters now <laughs> mm -hmm. but um like just like she's like you enjoyed that far too much like later on and he's like mm -hmm. oh, no i'm a man of god it's like no you you did a full-on finger i'm pretty sure so you did. like <laughs> no, no i think that's best... what the virgin check was for is more for the checker than the checkee exactly yeah. the best part about that was that it was simultaneously intense and also completely like thoughtless like you did not <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's just yeah. how you do it, friends. Mm -hmm. yeah. There was not yeah. one finger either. No, you no. were you were doing some catfish magic. Yeah. Yeah. There was a there was a <laughs> I was checking a G spot at the same you were, time. You were you were finding it. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just after a while you just <laughs> default muscle memory, right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so. She's like, fuck, that was a fucked. Why would you do that? And he's like, I'm not going to tell anybody. Nobody needs to know except Morvan. And he will trust Christina. That's his sister. Mm. Like, I'm not going to fuck up your guy's memory. But, like, I need to prove to Morvan that you're not a murderer. So yeah. that, like, he can step in and clear right. this up for you. He doesn't need to do it that way. But he can do it other ways because he's powerful and stuff. He's a big, powerful man. So mm -hmm. she's very grateful. And they do some sexy sex because <gasps> now it has been established. And finally, he gets her to cave because he's like, we're married. We've now, that's dealt with. Everybody expects you to no longer be a virgin. We've documented that you were, but like, you don't, we're married. You don't have to hold on to this anymore. And what's the must not then? Like, what was the whole Because... Up? She if she gets didn't pregnant, want him to find out that she was a virgin and then tell oh, everybody. Okay, she okay. couldn't let anybody know that she was a virgin. Okay, right. Okay. Got it, got so it, it wasn't got about it, her; it. it was still about what's his shit. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Robert the sweet. Yeah, and so they have some very good sex. <gasps> uh, 
he it's like just stereotypical historical virgin yes. sex yes. where yes. he's yes. having to be like very gentle with her and get her warmed up and then and he's he has like, to do one big push he yeah. sits up against Spear the, head, the yes. bed the head breast and is like it'll be easier for you like this and like has her sit on his lap which I mean, that's I true debate like you're sort of making her do it then and then he that, like that's the only way i could my first time Oh, really? Yeah. I got really nervous and like clamped up if I, when I was on bottom and I managed to have sex on top. Gravity. Gravity was your friend. Well, and just like I had control. I could, I could stop anytime I wanted. You could set the pace and everything. Yeah. 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 And then I famously shouted, Oh my God, I'm having sex. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Oh boy. So good. <laughs> I mean, we all thought it, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. There is a penis in Sometimes you just say things like that. Like, yeah. this is actually good. Like, I don't. This is. <laughs> yes. And so, this yeah. should be good. There's like her virginal barrier and, you know, oh, no. turning the barrier. He has to, like, <laughs> he has to like push through it and it oh, hurts yeah. her really bad. But oh, then yeah. she starts enjoying it and I'm sure orgasms. And I'm sure she orgasms the very PNB, first yeah. time yeah. she has His magical sex. penis. Absolutely. And, you know, they're very sweet together. But then, like, she starts trying to get to know him a little bit. Oh. And he's not for this. He just, like, shudders. Yeah. And, and so she asks about his dad and he's just like, and, and so he's, there's a lot, like he has his own family trauma that I am not even going to try to get into the four subplots that Fair. come out of this because yeah, we're no. probably legitimately only about halfway through the book at this point. Holy I'm shit. about to speed through the rest of what's coming. Speed run this shit. Let's do it. <laughs> so there's a whole thing, his dad, murder, brother, woman drama shit. And then, and, but also like, he just doesn't really think he's worthy of her and doesn't want to like, doesn't want her to see that part of him because he'll, you know, she won't look at him the same way anymore. So even just like, but she hates it because she's like, I'm never, he only wants me for sex and we're never going to have that like love that I see these other couples having because obviously they came in earlier books in the series. Well, and I imagine (laughs) there's like that layer of you asked me for vulnerability, Mm -hmm. albeit physical, and I gave it to you. I'm asking you for emotional vulnerability and you're just refusing. But he did ask for emotional too because he pried her secrets right out of her and then did did a physical vulnerability fuck. And now he's like, hmm, no reciprocal. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. He's a big silly man. Yeah, he is a big silly man. Okay, there's like a whole bunch of plot where like he goes off to put down a minor uprising or some shit and like things are really (laughs) tense with them when he's about to leave and then when he comes back, she's like waiting in the hall for him. Okay. And he's very just like, oh my God, she like, I have a woman waiting for me at my home, and it, it like it's a big deal oh, to him. Oh, his mercenary and, heart. He yeah. has a home to come home to. He's not just. But then she's the village, like, village. I always used to wait for Robert, and there are people here who remember that, and I didn't want them to like think I was dishonoring you by not doing the same for you. So like, okay, you're oh. home, whatever. We got to do a um, punch, punch, like yeah, yeah. just like deflates him in one go and like they're still having sex but things emotionally are tense between them and she's trying to accept that like that's all i'm gonna have Mm. and so edmund comes 
And oh, hello, Edmund. Things are like pretty good. There is a lot of like happy couple, whatever. Like she's teaching him to swim and they're having sex Aww. in the river or by the river or something. Yeesh. And like there's a lot of coupley stuff that we don't Yeesh, need to don't get into. Do that. That's a fresh so they're like source. relatively happy when, <laughs> when Edmund comes. <laughs> and so Ian is like relatively okay with him being there and is okay. like, okay, like you can see For your brother Reginald. Who I still have in the dungeon somewhere. <laughs> and, you know, Edmund is being very reasonable and he's Mr. Holy Knight, whatever. And then, like, she and Edmund are talking heart to heart on their own. And Edmund is like, I, I can get you out of here. Like, well, I'll sneak you out. I won't make the same mistakes my brother made. Mm. Gonna won't get try you to away marry you this. instantly against her will. <laughs> yeah like it's gonna be okay and she's kind of like i don't know if that's what i want anymore like I, i'm confused mm -hmm. and so they're up like late arguing because he wants her to get out and she goes back to their room and there's this servant who has played through the whole thing of jealousy named eva who is like leaving and she goes storming in and is like in our bed and he's like well where the fuck were you and she's like i was with edmund and he's like precisely like how long have you been with him and what, what were you doing and so they do a big jealous fight and um wait did he she says Eva? that like edmund offered to get me out of here and you know like i chose to stay and <gasps> and he's like they just fight, fight, fight. And then he's like, well, it doesn't fucking matter because I'm going off to war for a month. I just found out. And instead of spending my last night with my wife, I, you know, she's like, oh, you had to spend it with a servant instead because I wasn't here. Like, we're all interchangeable to you. And they're very mean to each other. Wait, and wait, then, he fucked Eva? I mean, we know that he didn't, but okay. she thinks that he okay. did. That's and fine. So, I mean, okay. if he I'm did, like, that. Yeah. And they do some hate sex. Yes. like, Because yes. they're like, because you know they're both, like, they don't want to be apart, and they're yeah. very, like, upset about this whole idea. And so he's like, you may think differently before this night ends. He kissed her again, only slightly less violently. I will see that you do not quickly forget that you are mine. If another man looks at you, it will be my eyes that you see on his face. And at night in your dreams, it will not be some specter who takes you but me. If your holy knight dares to follow you to Carlisle, you will feel this devil's hands on your body while he lures you, and this brigand's death in your ear while he persuades you. Ooh. And he rough fucks her, so she's like all bruised and shit in the yeah. morning, and He's like, where my marks kind of deal. And yes. I, again, With imagine pride. 14 year old Jenny was very into this. Oh, yeah. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> and so the lady folk, the two wives, and Raina, I guess the three wives, mm -hmm. are supposed to be going to Carlisle where they'll be safe while the men folk are at war. But these are three, like, strong-willed, scheming women. So long story short, they, like, dupe the, their escort and are like, we're going to go to Glasgow instead. And it turns out, like, it was a trap. Reyna's family, like, oh. somehow lured her to Glasgow and Come told on. her she had to go meet somebody or something. I don't fucking know. And so he's like doing war stuff in a tent and the, the guy who's supposed to be guarding them comes and is like, okay, your wives kind of are in Glasgow and not Carlisle. All three and, of them. <laughs> yeah. And Ian puts together that like, 
games are afoot like because he's like the messenger you send and he's like i didn't send a messenger and the guy's like well he told them to go to glasgow right and and he's like what did he look like and he kind of pieces together that like i think this is shenanigans and so Mm -hmm. he goes tearing off after them (gasps) i'm summarizing like half i'm I'm great with this and so her brother has kidnapped her this time come on he has also like tied up all the ladies in a crypt again what come on it's like at least the third time it's happened in this book i know right and her brother is like doing a really big creeper move where Mm. he's like there's a lot of family back history that i'm also skipping where like her mother her father hates her because her mother was having an affair with this other family and that's what started the family feud that's causing the war and and so her brother is like being really sexually harassy with her and she's like you're my brother this is weird and he's like you're not really my sister and then so it's like getting really bad where she's like i'm taking you have the same mom or the same dad because even (laughs) half is brother town no actually he the she's the father's second wife and the brother is first wife and the her real father is somebody else okay okay but still i mean you're still psychological siblings as siblings either way what you are threatening sir is rape yuck Yuck town regardless of the non-incest portion of it not great Mm-hmm. and and so the other ladies have like had the opportunity to leave but they're like no you'll be safer if we stay with you like we're not leaving you with this guy he's a creep like yeah. he's less likely to do something our husbands are really powerful like Aww. they're not going to just like off the three of us lady love they might be like a yeah. little bit less dickish if we're here and so the three of them are scheming and they're like <gasps> Fuck this, we're gonna escape and so like a big body comes in and they like all three of them attack him and <gasps> get him on the ground and they're like this horse son is so big and he's like ladies ladies <laughs> and they're like oh shit yeah it's ian <laughs> Ian has come to save them, but they were fully prepared to save themselves. And I love yeah. that moment. Hell yeah. There's still like a fourth of the book where like she is taken <gasps> to the siege that the other guy was under. And it's like, they think it's like her grandpa because her oh, dad was executed. And then there's like a whole thing with his brother and some woman that like wrongfully accused him there's a lot of happens we're not getting into it because it is not relevant to the romance but it ends (laughs) with them figuring out that robert was part of the knights templar and it was his vow to the knights templar that was stopping him from having sex with reyna because he had to stay celibate but he like couldn't tell anybody that he was part of the knights templar oh and so he had buried templar gold because there's this whole mystery through the whole thing too of like extra lands that he had talked about and they're trying to track down what the lands are so they track down the lands they figure out that it's the templar gold and somehow when they get there edmund is there and he's trying to like dig up the gold (laughs) and he and ian fight and ian prevails because he's ian of guilford of course he does but he like doesn't kill edmund and she appreciates that and then they find the templar gold and then 
they're gonna like give it back to whoever it belongs to and i think she kind of is like oh it seems a shame to give it back and he's like well, we don't have to be like completely good we don't like, have to give it all back maybe we could just like a little yeah. bit of it yeah just like it's and a then, small commission is right. and the line, remove the left reina because that has been throughout the thing he's con- like before he was constantly like remove your shift rain and she'd be like i can't and then like when they did finally and then so it ends on remove your shift and they're gonna do the sexy sex oh. i don't know where edmund is going to be when that's happening because i think they do have him like bound somewhere but maybe they've decided <laughs> they're into voyeurism new horizons yeah yeah wow that is a saga jenny that was a lot of book i thought i could do it faster but nice work i'm proud of you that does hold up though yeah it holds up really well yeah i th- i remember it being really rapey maybe it's the other one i think it's that it's like implied the at the beginning that he's mm-hmm. being rapey but he's not really he's trying to make her think that he's doing that just to like drive her to make sure she goes back to the town and mm-hmm. like tries to save the day so mm-hmm. yeah there's a couple spots where he starts like kissing up on her because he's like well you like this and like maybe that wouldn't fly as much today but it actually but in really 2002 it's it's pretty on point. yeah it, that's pretty like ahead of its time like for the other media at the time so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so i mean madeline hunter is still putting out books today so mm. nice i haven't read any of her current stuff but i'm actually kind of curious now so if anybody wants to go down that rabbit hole with me we can do the thing hell yeah mm, sounds familiar i'm gonna do an amazon all right perfect um, okay who anybody... has aftercare i read the two crescent city books by sarah j moss and i really enjoyed them really she does an excellent job of just she understands the id buttons and the beats to hit in fantasy and mm-hmm. as a storyteller in so many ways i can see that the beats of that match the beats of akatar mm-hmm. but it's a completely different world and completely different stakes and completely different characters but like you know book two ends with like absolute crisis and all hell breaks loose and a bunch of information is revealed and she ends up you know getting sent somewhere else and i'm not really spoiling anything like yeah yeah, it's, yeah. but it's so that like parallels perfectly the end of like akamath uh-huh. where like the stakes are so high and her friends are in trouble and whatever and so it's really interesting i think from a storytelling standpoint to see the parallels between sarah j moss's storytelling and how mm-hmm. she can tell a really similar story with really similar beats but it's all new but completely different it's like just a glimpse into her brain that i really like yeah uh just to be clear when i said really in astonishment (laughs) it wasn't to the fact that you enjoyed the books it was just that you had read them and i didn't know about it that's all Mm. i realized the timing was weird (laughs) <laughs> it could sound like i was being like wah like oh you enjoyed them <laughs> no i knew what you meant because <laughs> well, i just haven't really been reading or watching anything so yeah, that yeah. i not only read something but like took on a giant fucking brand new fantasy world was yeah. quite an accomplishment if Impressive, i may say so nice yeah. work jenny mm-hmm. mine's like cathartic i've mm. been reading hell followed with us by andrew joseph white which like sometimes you know like you're like i just want a book to hurt me um Mm -hmm. and this book is because it's like it's i would say horror it's horror definitely it's like post-apocalyptic it's a plague it's 
um a whole lot of religious trauma because it's basically like oh. the premise is that like this religious cult who are pretty white supremacy type mm-hmm. um decided that to quote unquote save the world they were going to release this plague on the world called the flood and it's oh. like horrific and so the main character is this trans boy benji and he has been in infected he like his mom's like somebody in the fucking church he's been infected Mm. with like this advanced form of the flood that's (gasps) supposed to turn him into the seraph that will herald the final end times right oh and um so it's like it's such like because you know obviously like he and it's like he's trying to escape with his dad like and it shit just goes wild and it's so good but also like like i said very cathartic like for like if you got them religious traumas this Mm. book will feel good and bad at the same time Mm. um and the author's note at the beginning is very lovely and it it, lots of content warnings of course because it's like religious trauma and like a trans character who they dead name because his mother is not on board with it right Mm. right but i'm almost done with it and i'm just like i don't know where it's gonna end i kind of love that um oh but it's and, so stressful when you step out of romance yeah. and you're like i really don't know how this is gonna I, end yeah well and it, yeah and it's just there's probably some like really interesting metaphors as well for like the transformations he's going through bodily mm. as like as mm. a human to monster sort of or i guess mm-hmm. monster but like not really like unsympathetic i don't know it's just mm. it's really lovely like a no lovely is not the right word it's really good i'm really enjoying it it sounds powerful powerful yes yeah it's really powerful and it's like probably not for everybody and probably would make some people really traumatized but again Mm -hmm. content warnings at the beginning but like if that's a like a a experience that you're craving as somebody with religious trauma or not um but (laughs) like and i have been like actively avoiding like plague slash pandemic slash whatever books so like this i wasn't sure how i'd feel about it but it's very like like that they're gonna get theirs at the end and that's all that i care about and so it's like well you did ruin the world but i think you're gonna die bloody so i'm okay yeah so i i don't know the pandemic's really like i never read that much horror before it started Mm -hmm. but it's kind of like I found it to be a very cathartic release of like all the pent up emotions. I don't know what to do with because I, there's so much out of my control with like everything at all times right. now. And so allowing myself to be scared and like stressed out, but then it ends and I can close the book and like walk away yeah. and be, and, you know, lose, lose some sleep about it, of course, because brains. <laughs> but um, yeah, if you, and it's YA obviously. So I, I recommend for sure. Hmm. What was that called again? hell followed with us it's got a really interesting cover because it's like him like mid transformation and you know seraph like our angels are like scary as shit angels Um, are wow and they really lean into that like the imagery and stuff that it's like a lot does he Um, end up with a thousand eyeballs no but he does have six wings Uh, yeah but not like not like fly sexy wings like like wings were made out of body that should not have had wings yeah 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 yeah. the body horror is real real intense in this one whoa i will not be reading it but i'm glad that you're enjoying it yeah yeah he's i think he might be writing adult something or other because he Hmm. i we had an interaction on twitter that i was like hey i'm reading your book i didn't say that because that's stressful for authors (laughs) but i was like oh i really like how you handled the content warnings in that book and he's like oh yeah the publisher was super great about it 
So I'm curious on what he's going to do next because I am intrigued. Yeah, hmm. absolutely. Um, we're going to take a turn for my <laughs> aftercare Good. because oh, I, I just can't. I can't with the emotions. I can't. And recently I had to read a really, really, really good book that um, like I could barely finish because it was so good and it was so beautiful, but there were just so many complicated emotional things happening in it. And um, I just, I, I hated the experience, even though the book mm. is really good. You yeah. know what I mean? So um, my aftercare is a lull show on Amazon Prime called The One That Got Away. Naima and I are recapping it for Heaving Business Patreon. I was going to say, I think I saw Naima recommending this. Yes, because it's delicious. And it's like, just, it's like, it's like, it toes the line really well of like trashy without being traumatic, you know? Mm -hmm. Is it a romance? It is a romance. Yeah. So the bunch of people, there's like six folks who show up and um, Betty who is there inexplicably she's like doing a hosting job now instead of doing a sing and they're all there and somehow the producers of the show have like combed through their former lives to find people that they like could have dated but didn't because they were in relationships or they were in high school or like you know the things didn't line up Mm. and so then there's this like (laughs) there's this dark but not spooky sort of like dark fairyland kind of situation called the portal what and everyone i know is this fantasy is it contemporary what's happening so betty who will be like hey babe um so glad you had a great time on that date but um i do have a surprise for you at the portal so meet me there (laughs) and then they'll show up and out of there's like a light that comes out of like a cave and then just wait is this scripted or reality tv reality it's a reality tv show yes i thought it was scripted okay now i'm catching on yeah so then just like a person that they used to know comes out of this like i don't know light vagina (laughs) and it's incredible and then they have and then and then they force all of those people who are like competing for the one person to live in the same house together but all of those people end up like super bonding even though they're technically competing for like the same love interest and like the newcomers have sort of like this tribal like love for each other and it's it's honestly amazing <laughs> all right amazing anyway I don't know how they found the people i know oh, like, did the I'm person baffled. actually tell them who to I don't know. They would have to be such good actors, Jenny. And like between me and you, I just can't see it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, they probably they interviewed like family members or something. Like, cause you know, like your or friends, like the people that are like, oh, I always pictured them with that person, mm-hmm. even though they never mm-hmm. saw it. Kind of. Thing. I also imagine because all of these people are like roughly our age slash like a little bit younger, and so I have a feeling they just like went through Facebook and they were like, yeah. who the fuck are in these group photos? Let's see if they were ever interested in dating this person. 
and it's incredible. So the one that got away on Amazon prime, it's like just wholesome enough and just sincere enough and just ridiculous and a little bit mean enough to like really hit all my buttons. That's great. Yeah. So does it, do they like end up picking one? I haven't made it all the way through the show, Jenny. (gasps) I imagine they do. Well, you know what? On the reunion show, one bitch I hate is pregnant. So I bet they do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. Oh, shit. She's on that note. Yeah. (laughs) On that note, bye. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for listening. Next week is our temple-only episode, and Katie will be recapping Iron and Magic by Alona Andrews for Jenny and I. If you want to support the show, you can rate and review us wherever you're listening right now. You can join our member-only community, the Temple of Defiant Joy, for tons of bonus content, art based on the books we read, the Bonkers Book Club, and so much more. And if you want to keep up with our shenanigans regularly, we are at Bonkers Romance on TikTok and Instagram. Now, go enjoy your next Bonkers read. And remember, always claim your mountain of penthouse magazines. 